Welcome to Bean to Barstool Bite Sized, where we spend about five minutes with some of our favorite people from craft beer and craft chocolate. Today we talk with Scott Watson, the founder and chocolate maker at Loon Chocolate in New Hampshire. Prior to becoming a chocolate maker, Scott was a brewer at Nutfield Brewing in the late 1990s. Here Scott talks about the similarities between the two careers and how the sensory romance of both tugs at the same corners of his heart and mind. To start out, I asked Scott if he ever misses brewing. Mentally, yes. Physically, no. <laughs> you, know, you know, I got out of the game because uh, physically and mentally it was getting to me. But there is something like if I see a snowy early morning, there was nothing more romantic about brewing than sitting in the brew house at five in the morning on a snowy morning and mashing in or just adding the first edition of hops. It's weird. I can I can totally see every little yeah, every smell. little part of the brew house, the smell, you know, you use all your senses in brewing and in chocolate making. I, I miss those experiences a lot. Uh, working in a brew house with open fermentation, being able to get up on the ladder in the morning and overlook five different batches of beer and just how the yeast was fermenting, you knew, okay, that, that beer right there, 48 hours, that might be a little too cold and I need to check the temperature on that right now. Or uh, that one's done fermenting. I need to check the OG on that and maybe we're done over there. I certainly miss all of that. But getting a clump of 180 degree bent grain in my boot and trying to whip that boot off as fast as I can because it's burning my foot. Uh, I don't miss those days. <laughs> what are the equivalent moments in chocolate making, the sensory moments that just make it worth it? Yeah, I think, you know, with with us, we use Cocoa Town melangers that handle 100 pounds of product. Just that original, so we do a pre-grind before we, we go into the melanger and getting that, that initial 70 pounds of nibs going and that really astringent smell here in that motor work a little harder because it's like, what's going on here? We need to smooth things down. But like that real raw aroma is, is something that it, it makes me smile every time. And watching that spin and just sit there and and slowly over the course of 30 minutes, just watch those nibs turn into something that many people still can't fathom. They have no idea what it's doing, but, <laughs> you know, seeing that temperature heat up and some of that butter being released and liquefying and breaking down to me, it's, it's just a, a joy to do. How did your experience as a home brewer and then a professional brewer inform uh, your, your beginning to make chocolate? Yeah, I think with me, one of the one of the attractions to brewing and also into chocolate making is I really enjoy the process of multiple stages to get to that final development. I mean, to look at a, uh, a ripened cacao pod sliced open and you see those beans fresh, unfermented, and to say that this right here is going to be uh, transformed into a chocolate bar. To me, that that's where my my love of the industry is, is, is to be able to go through that. And, you know, going back into the beer world, to, to look at 
high quality malted barley and some dry whole hop and to say we're going to pour this out of a draft you know in 10 to 14 days and to go through all those steps even when i'm scheduling like when when we're forecasting like what we need to do for the next two weeks for production say being able to to look at for example a a 14-day window and say, okay, we need to be roasting beans here. Uh, we need to crack them here. It's going to take three days for us to grind it. And then we want to age it a little before we temper it and form it into bars. That scheduling, how I used to forecast brewing beer has been a benefit. You know, for me to be able to forecast my beer schedule for seven years and say, this is what we're going to do today. So we can bottle in 10 days, we need to rack off this beer, or you know, we need to have it carbonated for two days from now kind of thing. All of those processes, which I've always enjoyed, have made the transition into chocolate making very smooth for me. I mean, we, we certainly have our growing pains and hiccups along the way. And I'd like to say too, that, you know, back when uh, I was brewing, we were working on a uh, bottling machine that was 45 years old, that was really designed to bottle soda, not beer. So sometimes parts would break and you, you have to shrug it off and become an expert in that, that little tiny piece that you need to replace and get it done this is immediately your focus. So if we have equipment problems with what we use today, it's it's under that same experience of, okay, uh, we've been here before, we need to get this part right here so we can get that part going, so we can get the whole operation going. It, it's been helpful with that past experience. You can learn more about Loon Chocolate and purchase Scott's bars at loonchocolate.com. You can also listen to a longer interview I did with Scott back in episode 22. I'll link to that in the show notes. The music today was by my dear friend Anna P.S. My name is David Nilsson. Thanks for listening to Bean to Barstool Bite-Sized.